in your corner, saving one investor at a time, working for clients, not companies, all while bullyproofing portfolios. Totally committed to sharing academic truths about investing, always representing Main Street and not Wall Street. It's your Sound Money team, and this is the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. Hello and welcome to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Porth, and we are a registered investment advisory firm. We are independent. We do work for clients and not companies. To receive your complimentary and personalized financial income plan, give us a call at 513-575-9654. If you're seeking advice on an old 401k, 403b, some type of employer-sponsored plan, perhaps even NUA analysis, Here's the point about all this. If you're no longer with the company, then as a rule, your money should not be there either. So we can help you roll that out into a tax neutral IRA. Take control of your money. Again, give us a call, 513-575-9654. Visit our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email, show your thoughts to team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And our home office is in Milford, but we also have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. Greg? Well, James, today's topic, seven things you can control with investing that could help you. It could help your money go a lot further in retirement. Here's a question for you. Are you focused on the things you can control or are you stuck and hung up on the things you can't control? You know, the old, I don't know that it's, it's not actually a proverb. It's kind of a, a human life truth. Um, so many times the things we worry so much about don't even come to fruition so we try to control things we can't. And so since we can't, what can we do? And what we can do is, is make our situation better on purpose. So let's face it. You can't control what's next for the stock market. You can't control what's next for taxes, interest rates, and inflation. Unless you vote right, stay right, pray right. Um, there might be hope in that, some of that legislatively. But hey, it, things are what they are, right? So you have to work on the things you can't control. You can't control the cost of health care or long-term care. Okay. You can't control how long you're going to live, longevity, right? We know this. So when it comes to things we can focus on that we can control, um, here are some questions for you to reflect on. These are the topics and the questions all at the same time. So for starters, do you have a written financial retirement income plan? These are maybe all three separate things. Maybe they're all part of the same overall plan. So depending upon what stage or phase of life are you in, do you have a written financial plan? Do you have a written retirement plan? James, do you have a written income plan? I, you, how you said that was beautiful, how you separated that they might be separate concepts of rolled up in the same thing. An overall financial plan that will provide you on a complimentary basis, no obligation, just come in, contact us. Your comprehensive financial plan will include uh, an outcome-based focus for retirement itself, the income plan, because retirement's about cash flow, and other goals, life goals, if you will, like, hey, we want to buy an RV uh, between years three and five of our retirement. We want to know how much we can fund without breaking our retirement and cash flow when we're not working anymore, how much we can contribute to our grandchildren's college expenses each and every year. Uh, how much can we gift our adult children? Can we buy a second home? We want to transition from here to Florida someday. What will it cost? 
can our retirement plan, financial plan, income and cash flow aspects of our overall plan support all the above? So yes, it includes what to invest in, what risk level, investments with what outcome and purpose, income versus growth or both. How much money do you want safe? In other words, which part of your money do you not want to lose? Well, there are good old safe money options where you can make money and protect your money fully insured against losses. Yes, there are a lot of a lot of things behind that first question you laid out there, James. Do they have a written financial plan, retirement plan, income plan, life goal plan or not? Okay. Next one. Do you have a safety net or cash flow of income? In other words, have you developed a, what do you want to call it, a rainy day fund or the safety net or some type of emergency cash reserves? Usually it's in the neighborhood of three to six months of your living expenses. Well, that's another question. What are your living expenses? What's your monthly expense look like? And don't forget that it's going to be somewhat different depending upon the time of the year. For example, Christmas, usually the spending rate's a little bit higher than other months, but not always. Greg, any thoughts on that? I would agree. And, um, you know, what we beg to differ, well, we don't beg, we just differ on how much cash on hand, emergency cash, peace like a pillow people need. We, We differentiate that you need liquidity to cover the needs of liquidity for three to six months. It can be safely invested. It could be low risk invested, conservatively invested, and still be available to you and highly liquid to get to you within a couple of days. So not everything that that, uh, amounts to your safety net needs to be like literally dead cash sitting in a checking savings money market or your mattress. Because we know this much already. You should be able to take a little bit of risk on any type of your excess money on hand. Why? Because if you're leaving it in cash or cash equivalent accounts, you're losing, some would say, an easy 6% per year on purchasing power. So there's more to it than just a dollar today will still be a dollar a year from now if you don't put it at risk and it'll be cash and liquid available. Yeah, that much is true. But the higher truth is it'll be about 94 cents on the dollar because it can't buy as much as a year prior unless you're putting it to work, de-mothball, get it moving, but have it liquid and available as your safety net. Well, here's an example. Let's just say that you have $100,000 is your annual income. Six months of that is $50,000. Does that mean you have to have $50,000 sitting in cash, basically collecting dust? The answer is no. So the difference between is it liquid within an hour versus liquid within a week, that's the difference that we're talking about. So we're not saying have zero funds available at your bank or in your mattress or in your freezer, cold hard cash. We're just saying you don't have to keep all of it sitting in cash with just simply a minimal, and I mean minimal, rate of return from your local banks. Yes, which amounts to a negative return on purchase power. Yes. So the next one, do you have a proper, perhaps the real way of phrasing this, do you have a realistic attitude about market risk versus market reward? This includes your investments that generate adequate income to support a desired lifestyle. This is also where we start looking at the subtle differences between what the industry calls insurance versus assurance. Greg? Yeah, I think about just the word attitude. We see a lot of attitudes manifest in some form of personal investment philosophy that that people will have. For example, they may have an attitude towards market returns of, hey, they're going to be 10% year over year. The, the getting's been good for so long. I can expect to plan you know, 10% returns year over year. I should be able to easily spend 4 or 5% of my returns or my money each year if it's growing faster than I'm withdrawing. 
But that is hindsightedness. When you look through the windshield, here's the truth. We don't know the future, but we do know analysts are telling us don't expect in the next 10 years the type of returns we've seen in the past. So if you want a realistic adjustment to attitudes, you can you can succeed at this stuff. You need to be dealing in reality and, and not hypotheses. So that's pretty big. And then bias people have against uh, only do market-based investments. I've heard bad things about fully insured accounts or annuities. Well, yes, variable annuities, we don't like at all. So if you have one, come see us and we'll show you exactly why. Fixed annuities like CD type annuities pay a simple interest for a specific time. We have no products right now that are less competitive than banks. That means we have products more competitive on the interest rates. The insurance companies are willing to provide you with a CD type annuity than any of the banks that we profile. So know that truth. Fixed index annuities. Well, there's two types out there, if you will. There's the one sold by insurance agents with high commissions and lower features for the consumer investor. And then through a distribution channel such as us, your independent registered investment advisor with a fiduciary interest to put your interest above ours, we're judged, we're examined, we're audited based on what we do with you and for you, not to you like brokers and insurance. So here's that. Here's this thread of truth. Actually, it's a rope of truth. You can get hung on a rope of lies that has a thread of truth, but this is a rope of truth. Fixed index annuities through our distribution channel to you with a consumer advocacy layer has higher features and benefits for you, lower commission, which is the way it's supposed to be. You get the most for it. Now, what is a fixed index annuity? It goes up based on um, linking to market indices like the S&P, Dow, NASDAQ, and others. And then it does not go backwards. If there's a negative market year, zero is your hero. So if it's up, you get some of the gains. If it's down, you share none of the losses. And the average rate of return over time, the reasonable range of return is sufficient that it rivals at times market rates of return over, say, a 10-year period where you take all the losses and all the gains. Well, I'll tell you what, people love this kind of money for the money they don't want to lose. They love to know that they can grow it and grow it safely. And there are other benefits like income riders to get a paycheck for life, healthcare doublers, money that can your income can double for up to five years if you're in a nursing home and then go back to the original income level. And you have a paycheck as long as you have a pulse. These paychecks for life are for life. Even if the account goes to zero because you withdraw uh, more than it grows and it ends up just running out exhaust and fuel, it goes to zero. You still have a paycheck in the mailbox each and every month for the rest of your life. Only insurance can do some of these things. So don't be fooled. Don't let your own attitudes and bias against market investing versus insurance and other asset classes deny you the lifestyle you deserve throughout the rest of your life. There's more. There's much more. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station. Opinions expressed are solely those of Brown Financial Advisors and should not be interpreted as specific advice. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified investment advisors prior to implementation. Market-based investments involve risk and past performance is no guarantee of future results. Insurance-based investments offer guarantees based upon the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. All insurance, tax, and mortgage services are offered through Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors. LLC. Brown Financial Advisors and Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors are affiliated companies and may only transact business in those states in which registered or were otherwise legally permitted. 
Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borth. And we are an independent RIA. That's a registered investment advisory firm. We do it for clients and not companies. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And our home office is in Milford, but we also have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. Greg? Well, continuing with our topic today, seven things you can control with investing that could help your money go a lot further in retirement. Now, the things you can control, that's where we left off with some some self-check items, some questions for you to do an audit in your mind of where you stand on these items. James, where do we leave off? We left off with life insurance. Have you done a life insurance evaluation? Now, here's what that means. You've heard this from others, maybe on the radio, maybe on TV, about buy term. Well, here's the second part of that, that most people kind of, when they listen left to right, they forgot the right, which is when you buy term, did you invest a difference? Now, you still, if you're buying term insurance, you're still buying a temporary form of life insurance. So the evaluation also should include the permanent forms of life insurance. And again, that's even if you need life insurance. Greg? Uh, yeah, life insurance. I can't help but think of the the types of peddlers that I hear on radio, media, TV, that they're not really financial advisors. They're not insurance agents. They're not financial planners. You know, maybe they carry some kind of certification or license, maybe real estate or something that gives them the the um, the belief system that they can speak about all things money. Uh, but watch out because they're out there aligned with uh, insurance companies that just pay them. They'll refer you directly to one broker. Or let's say that they're they're peddling online wills uh, and, and making that seem as, as though they have an estate solution for you. Uh, it goes on and on. It Just watch out for what you buy, where you buy it from. That should be consultative. Solutions should be broad. And then the right solution for you taken from the broad selection of options or a large toolbox is specific to your need without affiliations or affinities or special, uh, you know, uh, commission deals and money deals. It just be careful. And there's a lot of it out there. So when it comes to permanent versus term, we know this, James, that most people buy term and invest the difference never do. They, they just don't invest the difference. Life challenges them for every last dollar in their wallet and purse and they feel justified in that they made the term insurance payment. All they have to do is die, right? And it'll pay something. But they just don't keep up with the investment side of the proposition for those illustrations to be real in the lives of people. Now, permanent insurance versus term. We know term, eventually it terms out. Uh, there's a statistic that says people either drop it, lose it, or outlive it. And what does that mean? You paid a lot of money over the years for no end result. Now, granted, it protected you during a certain period of time, but compare that to permanent. You can't outlive it. You're going to die. It's going to pay someone. It's going to pay them a lot more than you ever put in it, and it's going to be tax-free. So that's a good form of insurance. On the other hand, you can use it for something else. Alternately, you could use it for retirement. So if you're 10 years or more away from retirement and you're worried about taxes and you're stowing away a lot of money in qualified tax-deferred 401ks, 403bs, IRAs, you may want to come see us just on a potential for a tax-free retirement. We'll get more of your IRAs over to Roth. We'll get you funding your Roths. We'll layer in some um, cash value life that you build up the cash value and take a loan at retirement tax-free 
And then the loan gets paid back at death with the death benefit, right? We're not trying to get be you buried in debt. There's there's logic and purpose in all this. And uh, there's also out there for tax efficiency, second to die policies that pay a tax-free death benefit to your estate after you both pass, if you're in a household of two, you know, significant other uh, spouse, et cetera. And that will pay money tax-free to your beneficiaries through the estate. About the same time, tax-deferred accounts have never been taxed before. They could be taxed between 50 and 75% against your beneficiaries. This life insurance will fly in like a superhero and save the day by paying the tax bill and allowing most of your estate and your tax-deferred accounts get to the people you care about, the people you love, and the charities you care. So there's so much in each of these bullets. I just need to, I need to just be quiet so we can continue. But you can see how robust each subject matter is related to a question of whether you are prepared or not, because these are in the category of things you can control. Will you choose to do so? Will you choose to contact us? We will help you on a, well, a no cost complimentary basis to get you a plan with all the recommendations. Then you can decide if you see a fit to work with us. Then we can talk about cost implementation and it's consumer friendly. So life insurance, moving on to what, James? Well, one more thought about life insurance. So remember this, there's two different ways of looking at life insurance. One is for the living benefits. The other one's for the death benefits. Typically, we think of life insurance as more like death insurance for the death benefit. But as Greg mentioned there, especially with some of the changes Congress may have in store for us, life insurance for the living benefits may become much more of a need for many clients or, or prospective clients as far as how to properly fund their retirement. So just kind of keep that in mind, depending upon what Congress does next, life insurance may be a very, very underrated tool for helping to maybe work around what Congress is going to do to us next. So true. So if you have a bias against life insurance or, well, or annuities, or maybe even long-term care insurance or ways to fund for that potential event, then don't let your, your bias become your virus because we can help. Become educated, benefit by both sides of the scale, and you are the boss of your money. You decide based on preference when you have all the facts. People make great decisions when they have the best information, and that's what we're here for. You deserve that. You're, you deserve to do that for yourselves. The next one is, is where we see maybe, uh, I'd say for many people who come see us, that they have a big, maybe potential gaping hole in their retirement plan, which is to say they don't properly have a plan for a long-term care stay. That means going into a nursing home for most people. And there's many different ways of approaching this. Some are better than others, depending upon your financial status. But here's the point. Do you have a plan in place or a plan of action that would help to cover or protect against a potential long-term disability or illness? That means something happens where you don't quite die, but now you might not quite be well enough to either work or do something otherwise. Greg, any thoughts on that? Yes, it doesn't mean necessarily you need insurance, but it does mean you should have a plan. You need a plan. Shouldn't wait till the eventual event to occur and then decide, okay, now what do we do? We wanna know the what we're going to do as ABC, like a plan. You see coaches on the sidelines at these like NFL games and probably others, but I just noticed that most in football where players, the quarterback, typically, or the defensive leadership has uh, plays to execute based on contingencies, based on conditions. And, you know, that's important. Or the quarterback has it, and you see the coach on the sideline, the big chart list of uh, if-thens, and, you know, it's just, that's what you should have in each of these areas already in your back pocket. 
to execute the right play according to plan. It's now, like an audible, calling the audible is what it's called. Yes, and you know what to go to. It's not like, well, that's not working. Let's rethink everything. No, it's pre-thought out. You know, even when it comes to Social Security, what's your plan for taking Social Security? Started at the earliest, full retirement, age 70. Uh, you start yours at 70 to get the largest benefit uh, for survivor because you keep the larger than two checks, while maybe your spouse takes a check earlier based on their own and then switches to um, a spousal benefit. And then eventually when you pass, they get the larger. I mean, all of this impacts cash flow. All of it affects how much you draw down of your actual investments because of not maximizing Social Security or pension program. It's all needing to be planned. And it's bigger and more important, many of these, than just return on investment. And sadly, James, people overly focus on fees for active management, and they, they focus way too much really on style of investing and on returns. They chase returns, and it leads to lucky stock picking, which doesn't exist uh, outside of luck itself, a track record investing, or, or just really chasing returns. Don't do it. You deserve so much more exponentially over time with a holistic plan from a source that works for you. James? Well, one more thought about the long-term care insurance or something different is the asset-based protection plan. So it's not truly a long-term care insurance policy. That is part of the evaluation process, by the way. Should you buy long-term care insurance or another type of protection plan that would protect you, the individual, the collective you, in case of a long-term care stay? Yes. So there's more. There's much more. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned and listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borth, and we are a registered investment advisory firm. We are independent. We do refer clients and not companies. That's Main Street and not Wall Street. And it really does all start with a plan. That means having a plan, knowing what you own, why you own it. So if you're seeking advice on an old 401k, 403b, IRA rollover, investment planning, retirement planning, income planning, tax planning, Social Security maximization, Roth conversion analysis, NUA analysis, and for some out there, perhaps even an in-service rollover, all those and more we can help, 513-575-9654. Visit our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com, email team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Home offices in Milford, but we also have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. Greg? Well, James, we're continuing the seven things you can control with investing that could help your money go a lot further in retirement. And uh, we've discussed written financial plan, retirement income plan, having a safety net of appropriate monies for um, some emergency, uh, some comfort cash, having or adjusting an attitude, a realistic one towards market risk, market reward, investments, types of investments that are suitable for you to maintain or achieve a desired lifestyle, life insurance, some, you know, things to consider. Social Security maximization and pension maximization options that can affect your buckets of money over time, your your actual wealth, uh, long-term care, and something that we see a lot of people always saying they need to do, but very few have completed it. You know, like maybe three out of 10 
are are have the hatch battened down in the area of estate planning documents, wills, trusts if if needed, it may or may not be right for you. Powers of attorney, medical and financial, proper beneficiary designations on all accounts, and the ability to update and change the beneficiaries as you go. We establish accounts on a probate free basis, regardless. But if you have an area of need here, just come see us. We'll evaluate it. We have an estate planning attorney that we'll line you with that can take care of this. So just keep that in mind. Now, transitioning a bit from the can control aspects, how about the things you cannot control? Okay, what's next for the stock market? What's next for interest rates? Can't predict the future. What will happen with taxes or tax reform via Congress critters? Economically, what happens with inflation? Is it under control? Is it logical that it's high now because of breakdown in supply chain management? Is it Uh, transitory? Yes. Will it pass through like a storm? Many will say it's going to be rainy for a while, but the, the, um, I guess the eye of the hurricane will pass as things stabilize. The rising cost of health care relative to long-term care, medical care, um, you know, will it affect the cost of insurance? Oh, yeah. What about our national debt? Social disruptions, obligations we can't meet, higher interest rates on financing U.S. debt affecting all lenders and institutions. You know, relative to G. DP, you know, gross domestic product, things are still in line. So be careful of your sources and inputs and information about how bad things are. Depending on who's in office, one side's always saying everything's bad and the other side's to blame. So, I mean, we're all, I hope we're bigger minded than some of this nonsense. Anyway, world affairs, wars, rumors of wars, Russia, China, Iran, the Middle East, it's a hot spot, the Korean Peninsula, on and on and on. Someone is making money off of saber rattling at all times. Remember that the first motivation for saber rattling is, is someone's getting greedy. Someone's getting selfish. Um, How long do you collectively or you, how long will you all live? Longevity, longevity risk, right? That's why some of your income ought to have longevity protection via fully insured investments that have guaranteed incomes for life. How long life, how long's life as long as, you're alive, right? So you don't run out of money before you run out of life. So all, if all you do out there, and, and I have moments, um, obsess over things you can't control, in this case, retirement, then you'll be paralyzed with fear and indecision. You won't get much of anything done. And if you fail to plan, guess what? You plan to fail, right? Don't do it. Well, this is where you should focus on the things that you can control. And yes, it can have a profound effect on your money and your investments. Let's start with Social Security maximization. So if you plan your benefits correctly, individually, collectively, that means for the spouse, perhaps even the family, it could save you upwards of 10, 20, maybe $50,000 in lifetime benefits. That means perhaps $50,000 that doesn't otherwise have to come from your nest egg. That's how it can have an impact, perhaps even dramatic impact on your overall investments and your money your benefits. So remember this, once we retire and stop working, we'd like to think that we can first live within our means, secondly, live well within our means, and thirdly, live well and also within our means. That's so that we can have not only an affordable, but also an enjoyable lifestyle. Now, unfortunately for some, maybe even most Americans out there, financially, they feel like perceptively that they cannot afford to retire. 
sometimes it's because they have that feeling of they're just undone because they don't actually have a plan in place. Going back to having a plan, actually having a plan, and then following the plan. So when we think about having control over how our retirement will play out, sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit that we do have more control over these things than what we first think. So starting with when we say, what are decisions that you can make that have an impact on your lifestyle, whether it's comfortable or maybe not so comfortable, whether it's affluent or maybe not so affluent. Remember, it's all about how much do you spend, not as much as what you you make. It's if you are spending within your means, you are living well. So where you stand financially, knowing where you stand financially, then using that as a starting point will help you figure out when to trigger each of these four different decisions we're going to talk about next. Greg? You know, James, that, that the statement out there that it is truly a sad reality, most Americans financially can never really afford to retire. Do you know why that is? It's because people don't respond to what we're asking them right now to address these issues now, to have a plan. That statement about most not being able to retire is mostly due to a failure to plan. A failure to plan is a plan to fail, as mentioned earlier. So if we look at, say, four decisions that you can make that have a huge impact on how comfortable you may succeed in this next chapter of life, it kind of look like this. Timing is everything. Well, when to quit working or retire. When to start drawing down from your retirement nest egg and in what sequence, what buckets of money by ownership, by tax status, you know, IRAs versus Roth versus non-IRAs. When to file for Social Security maximize benefits, if and when or how to start giving money away. You know, be careful about getting overzealous and gifting money away while you're still alive. You might find in the fourth quarter you have no no players on the field left. What about qualified charitable deductions from IRAs while that's in place where there's so much a year you can redirect RMDs into, get credit for the RMD, but it goes to a charity you love because you didn't really need the money anyway. Be careful. You can get a little ahead of yourself. Markets aren't always going to be high or high on returns. They're resilient, but resilience implies there's ups and downs. And you need to be able to succeed through all conditions in the market over long periods of time. What's beyond your control? How long will you live? Your need for long-term care, if, when, or maybe. You know, interest rates, rates of inflation, market volatility. Okay, are you in the right risk, holding the right assets for the right purpose? And own your risk tolerance. Own it through good times and bad. Don't market time or chase. Or it's getting creepy out there, so I'm going to dial back. Or it's getting really um, rambunctious and, and plenteous and optimistic, and I'm going to go dialing up in my risk. No, own a risk through thick and thin and let active management play through to get you the rate of return you need to achieve the objectives you seek. What's within your control? How much you spend? How much you save? How you are invested, remain invested, and trust that capital markets work? Because when they stop working, it's all over, Right. So just there, there's your bookends of reality. Stay in the middle somewhere at the right risk tolerance, own the risk, and stay invested properly. Having and sticking to, oh, a financial plan. You've got to have a real financial plan, not just the back of a cocktail napkin or um, you know, a picnic tablecloth. I, I know that sounds condescending, but people approach this with insufficiency. We're holistic and want to help you with the totality of your retirement plan so you can really succeed. You know, you, you touched on a word that most people 
when they hear it, they get the cold pricklies versus the warm fuzzies. That's the word volatility. Yes. What they don't always take into account is that there's two different types of volatility. There's positive volatility, which we all tend to love. Then there's a negative volatility, which gives us the stomach acid turning where we can't sleep at night type of a feeling. Yep. So keep that in mind is that sometimes if you feel undone by the market volatility, that might be an indicator that you're taking on too much risk. And when people are up, they'll think that it's just wise to take money off the table, off the gains before they lose them. Those gains in the up cycle are your padding and cushion for the down cycle to stay invested, to reach your average rate of return. If you're always picking the fruit while it's up, you'll not have enough fruit tree left to grow fruit in future seasons. But it goes on. Yes. Our phone number at the office, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm James Borden. We are a registered investment advisory firm. We are independent. That means we do work for clients and not companies. Our phone number, 513-575-9654. Website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And our home office is in Milford, but we also have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence, y'all. Greg, seven things you can control with investing and retirement that will help your money go further. So let's skim a stone through this old pond of a couple of these major key point topics. James, uh, start us off. Well, Social Security, and it does remain as one of the foundations of your income plan. Now, that also means typically for Social Security benefits, if you're still working and you're still at least a year or several years away from what's called full retirement age, it usually is not the wisest thing to turn on your benefits just yet. But that's still something that we should talk about and discuss as part of the overall planning process. Sometimes you are advantaged to turn on one of the benefits. That means for the husband-wife team, turn on one, let the other one continue to grow, but not always. Other factors include the qualification for family benefits. That means sometimes for children that you've had later in life. That also means that perhaps for dependent parents, there's a way to qualify for family benefits. So there's all sorts of benefit options available. And yes, I've, I've heard this said before. This is one of the reasons why the program is going broke. But keep this in mind. Congress will simply continue to raise taxes on the program. So the program, in our professional opinions, will never go bankrupt. It just means taxes will be increased in the future. That's what that's going to mean. That's both the optimistic and the pessimistic side all at the same time. So the benefits definitely should be planned for. But keep in mind, the tax impact could be that as much as 85% of your benefits become taxable. It also could impact on things such as your Medicare premiums. That means Medicare Part B and Medicare Part D premiums could be increased either a little bit or by a lot. That means perhaps doubling or even tripling, depending upon your overall level of income. Greg, what's next? Well, looking like you mentioned, the word tax, um, people are are sensitive and concerned about this, but looking at tax efficient investment strategies to pay less taxes from the growth of your money over time, because capital gains tax is something that's highly threatened against, um, you know, investors that take gains, short term and long term gains being affected, you know, more treated like its own category. It's usually long term gains are treated favorably. Short term gains are treated like income. Well, the threat is to long term gains tax rates going up for we don't know who exactly. Is it tied to income? Is there a means test? Is it just everyone with gains? 
We will find out. A lot of proposals mean a whole lot of nothing until Congress works it all the way through, stamps it into law, and then funds it if it requires money, too. So uh, while we don't know the future, there are many things you can control with your taxes. That could save you thousands. So how we invest matters. It's often overlooked areas of investing is tax efficiency. Uh, you have more control over how much you pay in taxes in retirement, depending on the investments you utilize for growth of wealth over time. Uh, people otherwise may just step right into paying through the nose in taxes on investments. There are smart and savvy ways, albeit few, to legally pay far less. You know, tax aversion versus tax avoidance versus tax evasion. Well, I'm tax averse. You probably are too. I will try to avoid unnecessary taxes, but I will not do what? Evade. Okay. So nothing's ever meant to be that in terms of recommendations that we will provide. You know, CPAs, scratch your head, uh, aren't typically the best to help with some of this stuff. It's like they just crank through books and records, P&Ls, ledgers, you know, balance sheets, uh, do taxes, prepare taxes, looking through the rear view window instead of looking through the windshield forward looking to change history, not just record it. So I can speak out of personal experience. I get next to no real tax savvy advice or tax advice, tax efficiency advice for my business, our business, our individual retirement, our individual investing. And it's disappointing. If you're in the same basket, just come see us. We'll help you navigate as a holistic advisor through some of the things you should be aware of. Well, it's it's simply meaning that most CPAs, this is not their area of expertise. Yes, they are great as far as maybe the tax law is concerned, but when it comes to how does this impact your investments, that's the part, the hand in glove treatment of your investments with your tax planning that you should come see someone such as us and not just simply go visit your local blockhead or whoever else might be doing your tax preparation work. Yes. Investment firms, brokerage firms, banks, and investment groups are one-trick ponies. Insurance agents, one-trick pony. Tax preparers, one-trick pony. Estate planning attorneys, one-trick ponies. You need someone to quarterback and champion the whole view on a forward-looking basis of looking through the windshield that can help you with all these things. So uh, big difference. There's a lot of synergy, exponential momentum in doing it the right way. Here's something else that's very important to ensure that your portfolio matches your tolerance for risk. That means not only diversification amongst the asset classes, but that also means diversification upon your tax classification, whether it's an IRA or qualified account versus non-qualified accounts. You know, there's there's times to take advantage of the tax code via the non-qualified, non-IRA accounts. But as far as the overall risk in portfolios, we see this so many times with people who come in to see us is that they don't realize exactly what their risk allocation is. Sometimes they're taking on much more risk than what they feel like they actually are or maybe what they're wired to take on. It's just simply understanding what they own is part and parcel of the problem. So if you are taking on more risk, yes, when the market's doing well, great. Everything's good, right? But when the market's not doing quite as well or when volatility starts rearing its ugly head all over again, this can be a big problem. So when you look at your portfolio, is it overweighted in one area versus another? Do you know what investments you have in your IRA? Do you have what is inside of your other brokerage accounts? What do you own? Why do you own it? Are you getting the right kind of reward for the appropriate amount of risk?
Greg, any more thoughts on that? Yes. Just let us look at all your investments, your current form of plan. We'll do a portfolio analysis review, complimentary. We'll look at redundancies, uh, expenses, inefficiencies, um, just everything. Make sure that you're at the right risk. You're swimming in the right side of the pool. You have investments that line up with your goals that will provide income and growth or, you know, emphasis on growth if you're a different phase of life. These are important criteria. We'll invest the right monies like non-IRAs will be in more tax efficient investments. IRAs, there's there's no hit on taxes as you invest. You don't pay long-term capital gains, short-term capital gains. You don't have a cost basis. You just, any withdrawal down the range in the future will be treated as income as you take it. But we want to help you with each in these areas. Uh, how are you in protecting the people you love with an estate plan? You know, remember power of attorneys, medical, financial, wills, pour over wills, just uh, a trust if you need. And estate planning is one of the most important things you can do for the people you love and charities you care about. And, you know, looking at uh, James planning, protect yourself from the skyrocketing cost of health care and long term care. Cost of health care, medical expenses have gone through the roof. What's your plan? Do you have long term care? Are you want to using asset-based life insurance where you put in a certain amount of money that will guarantee a death benefit, but also providing two to three times that face value for long-term care benefits? Um, you know, Are you going to qualify and take tax deductions for doing some private insurance protection in this area? Because in many states called partnership, they'll protect as much from your money from spend down as equal to as much as you buy in long-term care benefits. So if you buy $300,000 of protection in long-term care through a policy, a partnership state will protect the first $300,000 against spend down with your assets. So all this is really part of what, James? An overall comprehensive financial plan. Well, let's before we get to that, just some numbers on this. When you look at what's a potential long-term care stay going to cost at a assisted living facility, that's about $52,000 a year, $4,300 a month. At a full-blown nursing home, that's $96,000 a year, $8,000 a month. That's just for a semi-private room. If you want some privacy, add another ten dollars or $15,000 on top of that. Yeah. So when we throw out an example of $300,000, that's about three years of care at approaching $100,000 per year. And if you use a policy approach of insurance, you probably should have a cost of living adjustment each year to stay up with the cost of care over time. And it is open season for Medicare folk out there. So that means understand your options for the different Advantage plans, prescription drug plans, Medicare supplements, also known as Medigap plans, what they do and what they don't cover. There's so many different things that should be customized to the individual, not the husband, wife, but individually for the husband versus individually for the wife. Medicare is an individual insurance plan. Sometimes it just works out where the wife has one company, one insurance versus the other one. It's very individual. Come see us. We can help with all those different decisions as far as the different types of Medicare plans. No doubt. Comprehensive plan. If you've done your part of saving and investing for retirement, that's a great start. But what really matters is having a comprehensive plan for your money so you don't have a recipe to run through your entire life savings far too soon. Own your risk. Don't chase market opportunities. Going more risky, less risky to cash when you're afraid. Own that risk. Most of the data indicates you'll do far better letting us coach you through holding the risk, embracing it through all seasons of markets to win on purpose. Planning for retirement. Here's the closing thought. Planning for retirement isn't about just one thing. It's about many things working together. So true. That's where we can help. Brown Financial Advisors. Our phone number 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. 
Now, on behalf of Greg, myself, James, we want to thank you for listening today. Have a great week, and remember this, sound money, where good things are believable, achievable, and true for you. <laughs>